Warning, the following program contains an open, honest, frank, and sometimes explicit discussion of sex. Listener discretion is advised. Midwest Menage a Trois. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever time you're listening to us. Welcome to Midwest Menage a Trois. I am JD, your host. Along for the ride is my lovely wife, Carmen. How you doing? Hey, baby, I'm good. How are you? Oh, not that happy St. Patrick's Day! It's the, the day of the Irish. <laughs> yeah, you're so not Irish. I, but I'm wearing a kilt. Doesn't that count? <laughs> sure. I would think it does. It does. It should. And it's green, so I can't pinch you anymore. I know. Yes, first thing I woke up this morning and she just laid into me and pinched my arm. It hurt like hell. <laughs> I'm like, hey, no fair. <laughs> We hope y'all will go out and get drunk and get laid tonight because it's St. Patrick's Day, so. It's acceptable. <laughs> it's it's the one day a year you can go out and hammer yourself, I guess. We are freshly back. Uh, we were off last week, of course, and now we are back from fabulous Las Vegas, mm-hmm. Nevada. Rock on. We had fun. Oh, we had a great trip out there. <laughs> it was so much. Las Vegas is definitely a sight to see. If you get the chance, we highly recommend it. Get out there. We've been out there a couple times now. Had fun each time. Uh, this time we were out for a special event, so we were kind of rushed around for the first part of our trip, but we decided to take a couple extra days out there for ourselves, which was fun. It was lots of fun. Well, and the previous time we were out there for a special event as well, so That's we really true. didn't get to see a whole lot of what we wanted to see then, so we decided to take a couple extra days. And Las Vegas is a sexy, sexy town. Oh, my gosh. You get people from all walks of life. (laughs) Yeah, that you do. (laughs) Um, So we're going to start out. We're going to talk a little bit about Vegas tonight and and what we experienced out there. So hopefully we can inspire you guys to to head out there or just live vicariously through us if that works for you, too. Um, Our first part of the trip, we did all the touristy stuff. (laughs) It was cool. It was fun. You know, you go up and down the strip, you see the fountains at the Bellagio, the volcano at the Mirage. Oh, we got to do one of my favorite things of the whole trip. The first day we were there, we went to the Flamingo. (laughs) (laughs) He lived vicariously and got to bring out his inner gangster. Yes, the Flamingo, if you don't know, is one of the original hotels in Las Vegas. It's it's probably the only original hotel left on the strip. Um, Bugsy Siegel. It was uh, a founder of the Flamingo. I think it was like 1946. When Something it went like up. that. It's been remodeled and redone 18 billion times since then, but it's still the Flamingo. And they still have pink flamingos out in the garden. We they went do. out and saw them, took some pictures. That was kind of cool. So, yeah, and it does feel, it really feels like an old school Vegas casino when you're inside that thing. It does. They don't have as many of the old time machines. I mean, everything is still pretty new when you walk in there, like the machine wise, that kind of thing. Right. Um, But the decor is still very 40s, 50s feeling old school Vegas. Yeah. If you really want old school Vegas, go downtown. We're going to get to downtown in just a little bit (laughs) because downtown is a whole nother story in (laughs) Vegas. Um, But up on the strip... uh, (laughs) I got to tell the story. I have to. Okay. (laughs) So out on the strip as you're walking around, and it still amazes me, you know, I don't know, 10 years ago or so, Vegas was really trying to promote itself as a family destination. Not anymore. Um, Yeah, they gave up on that, thank God. And uh, But there's still little kids walking around out there. Oh, my gosh, at midnight on their parents' shoulders or whatever, and people are handing out 
hooker flyers. Hooker flyers. <laughs> you get hooker flyers up and down the strip. <laughs> I, now that pot is legal for recreational use in Vegas, you walk outside and you get a contact buzz. I don't think our eyes were not bloodshot any day we were there. <laughs> and, yeah, anywhere you go in Vegas now, uh, because, like Carmen said, it's legal. You either smell Vegas, which is sometimes not so pleasant, or you smell weed. There is weed everywhere. Oh, there. my gosh. There was yes. guys walking up to us on the street trying to offer a free joint if we went to this dispensary. and Oh, it was crazy. We're not, we're just, I'm sorry, we're here in the Midwest. We're just not used to that. <laughs> we're not. No, nowhere around here is legal. Right. So I'm, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming it's probably the same in places like Colorado and Oregon and Washington, wherever it's legal recreationally. But yeah, around here, we don't. We don't get that unless you go to a rock concert. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't smell that too often. <laughs> yeah, we definitely got some contact highs going on. So up and down the strip, there are various um, showgirls, uh, also ladies in costume, I would say. <laughs> uh, it, like I said, I couldn't believe the amount of kids over there because these girls are wearing next to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and they're handing out flyers. You know, they're promoting different hotels and whatnot. Uh, so we get there. And we're walking, and there's these two ladies dressed as female officers, and they're spanking guys as they walk by and hitting them with their billy clubs. You know, and when I say dressed as officers, I'm talking a uh, black g-string and a uh, black police shirt that's tied, you know, in the front. So it's that's about it. Basically, a bustier, <laughs> and the only thing that's official about them is their hat. Yeah, they have a cop hat on. So <laughs> we're walking, and of course, everybody notices them, and in People in our group are pointing and kind of snickering. We get across the street, and my my wife, God bless her, without missing a beat, goes, so where are we going next? And I didn't hesitate one second. I looked right at her, and in front of everybody, I just went, to jail. <laughs> I think our son about peed his pants. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So that's the uh, the main strip up in Las Vegas. You know, obviously that's where the the bulk of the tourism is. I would say. Yeah, the um, riding the bus back to the hotel that night took forever. Yeah, it it stopped every five seconds, and it was traffic just, was atrocious. Yeah, on the strip. Uh, the other thing, you know, the other thing we're not used to here in the Midwest is on the strip. The cars. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. You see Lamborghinis and Ferraris and all kinds of stuff just flying up and down that strip. It's kind of cool. So. Definitely a sight to see. I recommend it. I mean, if you're going to Vegas for the first time, you got to go to the Strip. Oh, yeah. We walked probably 10 miles that day. Yeah. I mean, that's where all the cool hotels are. The Paris, the Treasure Island, the Bellagio, the Caesars Palace, all that's up there. So You're going to do a lot of walking when something is, you're like, oh, it's just right there. No, it's not just right there. <laughs> now, my other favorite part of the Strip, I would have to say, are the cocktail waitresses in the casinos. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> they they dress quite provocatively as well. Some. Some, some of the hotels that we went to um, were not. Like down at the Flamingo, they weren't they, dressed They still had their tits out, though. They showed cleavage, <laughs> and that was about it. Yes. Um, now at Paris, they... Oh, ooh la la. Yeah. I love they the were, Paris. <laughs> they were very, very... Uh, scantily clad. Yes. I, I would say uh, some kind of like really, really high cut one piece bodysuit type thing, low cut in the top and high cut in the bottom. And Fishnet stockings. Oh, yeah. High heels. Yep, yeah. That was my favorite one, I would say, of all the uh, cocktail waitresses. But yeah. We stayed at the Stratosphere. They had pretty good ones, too. 
They had the little red leather bustier kind of thing on and mini skirts. Yeah, I was I was very surprised. You know, everything that you kind of see about um, about Vegas is, oh, the girls, the cocktail waitresses, they're not waitresses. They're hired as models. So that way they can get around that whole body image um, of being super teeny tiny. But I think that has gone by the wayside. Yeah, you see and all, we all saw sizes. All sizes. And it was it was very refreshing to me. It was very horny to me. Uh. <laughs> so, you know me. <laughs> yeah. So at the stratosphere, we did hang by the pool a couple days. Yeah. And our... Our waitress for the stratosphere would they they cocktailed in bikinis. Yeah, at the string pool. bikinis, and, and they do that all over the strip. Of course, it's right. They they promote sex in that city. God bless them. Definitely, <laughs> and uh, the at the time of year we went, of course, we didn't swim because the water was freezing. It was a little chilly. Now the other part of Las Vegas, the other section, I should say that that tourists really hit, and and you should too. Uh, it's called Fremont Street or downtown. You'll yes, hear, you'll hear it referred to that as a lot too. That's where the Golden Nugget is. Uh, the D is down there. Four Queens. You know some of the older casinos, uh, and they don't blow one up every other day like they do up on the Strip. Right. So there's some there's some history down there. It's kind of cool. And what they've done is they've taken what about four or five city blocks and covered it with this giant. LED screen, I guess. Right. I mean, it's massive. It goes, you know, it covers the entire street and runs, like I said, I think it's four or, four or five blocks. And then uh, they play shows up on this screen above you. It's really cool to see. It was very cool. Um, if you do need a place to sit while you're down there. You will not find You it. will not <laughs> find unless it. Unless you go into a casino. Right. Unless you go into a bar or a casino, you're not going to find a place to sit. So, um Maybe check it out a little bit earlier in your trip. <laughs> now, sexy wise, I would say uh, Fremont Street takes the cake. Oh my gosh! It is a something else down there. You've got all kinds of street performers. Um, most of them ninety percent undressed. Oh my gosh! Uh, we yeah. saw a lot of pasties, um, boobs out with just pasties on. We saw some tail. Yeah, one girl was wearing a tail. I'm not sure how it was attached. I didn't ask. No. <laughs> There, there. Let's just say there's all walks of life down there. There's all different kinds of performers. We the saw some th- great street dancers. The other thing you see downtown that we did not see uptown was something for the ladies. There are also fairly naked guys walking around down there. Cowboys and cops and even Kiss. kiss. <laughs> the back, there was naked Kiss. I don't, they had the full makeup on, the high heels. And G strings. <laughs> I'm not sure what that was all about, and I'm not sure Gene would approve. <laughs> yeah, there there is definitely something for everybody. Um, we did see the the big difference that I noticed this time as opposed to last time, um, above and beyond the pot smell. Well, yes, was the amount of panhandlers. Yeah, quite a few of those. And, and that was a big change from last time. Last time we saw none of that. And keep in mind, last time we were there was, what, 13, 14 years right. ago? Something 13 like that. years. Yeah. So it's, uh, and, and you never know with those. You know, you you feel bad for them, but I don't know if they're really homeless or if they're just making a living that way. Exactly. Yeah. Hard to say. So. Yeah, and, and some of them you kind of struggle with because, okay, as they're sitting there panhandling, they're smoking a cigarette and eating fast food. Right. So downtown, like I said, it is a lot sexier down there. You'll see a lot more skin. 
uh, a lot more performances as well it, on the main stage even you know they bring out here's a rock band uh, they were playing Joan Jett in a female, all female rock band, and they're even dressed scantily. <laughs> so right. It's like, wow, hey, let's watch this show. <laughs> and then a couple of them, um, I think they had it both at the same stage. They had female DJs, and then they had a dance team on stage, yeah. which, of course, they were scantily clad. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, but then you see, again, downtown with all these mostly nude people god bless them <laughs> and little kids yeah i don't again that they're bringing kids down there it's not kid friendly <laughs> now when we went during the day we went down to um what was it monday we went down yeah we were down there we were down there for we went and did the whole um gangster tour yeah we'll do that in a minute yeah but during the day there that kind of activity wasn't present it was it was more family friendly so right. if you're going to take your kids take them during the day i mean you still see the occasional there was a one or two here and there but, but very very little yeah of course uh carmen mentioned it earlier on the strip you will get barraged with handouts oh um, my gosh there they hand out cards for quote unquote escorts because prostitution this is a this is a very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A, uh, a, a perpetuated um, lie, I guess. Prostitution is not legal in Las Vegas. No, outside the city limits it is. Everywhere else in Nevada, it's fine. But inside the city limits, it is not. So, yes, they are escorts inside of Las Vegas. But you will get playing card after playing card with hookers on them. <laughs> Our son was, like, collecting them. <laughs> Collect the whole set. Right. So, yeah, just be prepared for that. Um it's a different environment out there. It is a different world. Of course, we're from here in the, the Midwest. We don't see that stuff on a daily basis, but it is a very a very high-energy, sexually charged city. Yeah, and you're going to go back to your hotel room with a whole handful of different flyers that people or cards that people are handing. Or just throw them away like most people do. Right. I don't know how those guys make any money. Now, if you guys are going to drink while you're out there, Oh, yeah, here's a good tip. Yes. So if you are playing at a machine, your drinks, of course, are free. If you are just sitting at a bar, they're very expensive. And when we say very expensive, we're talking eight, nine, ten dollars a beer. Yeah. So very expensive. However, there's these little as you're walking along the strip or even downtown, there's these little um, convenience store yeah, convenience stores. Yeah, even like Walgreens is like on every corner. Um, but you can go into those and they will have tall boys for two for four dollars. Yeah, I'm seeing them. Two dollars, I think, was the cheapest we saw. Three dollars was like the most expensive. Yeah. But Vegas is um, an open air city, so you can walk around the city carrying a beer. So you just walk into these convenience stores, buy yourself a nice tall boy and... Go on to the next one. <laughs> right. The only thing you can't do is hop on a bus with those. Um, but they do have different drink stands that you can get your your margaritas or your mixed cocktails, uh, frozen drinks. And you can buy. <laughs> you said cock. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dork. I know. But you can buy um, a refillable glass and then your refills are actually a lot cheaper. And most places will refill 
the glass no matter where it's from. And the other thing you can do, it's, it's not a huge savings, but look for happy hours. There are happy hours at almost every establishment out there. We did the, uh, the hotel pool. It was two for one drinks. Right. So we hit the pool at happy hour. <laughs> And it hit two for one. So even though you're still paying $13 for a margarita, at least now you're paying $13 for two margaritas, which isn't as bad. Right. So that's kind of our uh, overview of the city and our trip. Uh, we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the other specialty stuff that we did out there. And uh, it was a lot of fun. So stick around. We'll be right back on Midwest Menage a Trois. Hey gang, JD here from Midwest Menage a Trois, the only show on the air bringing you a frank, honest, and explicit discussion of sex from a small-town, middle-America point of view. We're thrilled that you've joined our little threesome on this journey, and we want to know what's on your mind. What do you want to hear about? What turns you on? What turns you off? Email us at midwestthreesome at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page, Midwest Menage a Trois. Again, that email is Midwest Threesome, and that's Midwest, the number three, some at gmail.com, or check us out on Facebook at Midwest Menage a Trois. Can't wait to hear from you. Keep listening, tell your friends, and make sure you post an iTunes review. Welcome back to Midwest Menage a Trois, the only show on the internet talking about sex in an open, frank, honest manner from the viewpoint of good old-fashioned Midwesterners. I'm JD along with my wife Carmen. We are here with you tonight and freshly back from Las Vegas. One of the other things we uh, we did out there is we took a couple of museum tours while we were in the city. That was fun. It was fun. You know, I always like to take in a little culture. <laughs> so so in Vegas, there's, there's two things that are <laughs> cultural <laughs> icons out there. Sex. Uh, sex and mobsters. Um, the first one we'll talk about was we went to the Mob Museum. That was cool. It's in an old post office way downtown. What, about two blocks off of Fremont Street? Yeah. Yeah. And you go through and they kind of teach you the history of the mob. Not just in Vegas, but in America. Which is interesting to us because in the Midwest we love Chicago and Chicago was full of mobsters. Yeah, it, it was really cool. Um, they really didn't focus a whole lot on the mob within Chicago. Within Vegas. Or, I'm sorry, within Vegas. Right. Um, it was more all over the world. But it was really very cool. Yeah, I, I, that was my one disappointment. I really wanted to learn more about the mob ties to, to Vegas and, you know, Bugsy. and How and, they built it. Oh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I think it was Meyer Lansky that was in charge of Bugsy family at the time i don't know <laughs> but they you know the whole family thing and stuff so yeah vegas really was you know at one time run almost entirely by the mob <laughs> yeah they did have on there um you know we typically think of the mob being old school like back in the 30s 40s right. and in that time Cap frame Capone's time yeah right and even up until the 70s, it was very, and 80s, it was very prominent in Vegas. So that was something that was kind of interesting to me that I didn't realize. The other kind of cool thing that they have there is, um, even though it is focused on the mob and organized crime, there's also a, a very large component of that museum that is dedicated to law enforcement. Uh, which, of course, we love and salute and honor, and that's kind of cool to see them in there, so... Yeah, um, you know, even today, today's what they call organized crime with your counterfeiting of, you know, shoes and bags and stuff like that. That was a, a strong presence down on the main floor. Yeah, definitely. And they go through um, 
they did talk about a little bit of some of the, the different casinos out there that were used in the movies and stuff. Um, the movie Casino, of course, is, is an icon with De Niro and Pesci. And so they, they talk about some of the different areas that were used for that. And so it's kind of neat to see. Yeah. It was a cool museum. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I did, too. It was three, flo- three floors, I think it was. Yeah. And we actually um, half price tickets is what we did. Yeah. We did the, the ticket booth on the strip there. Yeah. You can go there. There, Yeah, these little yellow ticket booths are all over Las Vegas. You go there on the day of a show, and they'll have tickets for some shows. Not all of them. It just depends on whatever they're trying to sell out, and then they offer them for... It's not always half price. That's just the name of the the ticket booth. I think we paid, I don't know, 40% off or something. Yeah. Which is still a good deal. Exactly. And, you know, we didn't... It doesn't necessarily have to be the day of the show, um, we happened to be buying tickets for a show that we did see, and we mentioned that we were going to go check out the Mob Museum, and they're like, oh, hey, we happen to have tickets for that, and yeah. you can use these for up to seven days. Yeah, so that was kind of neat. It was. One mob-related uh, sexy fact. You may not know this. Do you know how the Flamingo got its name? I don't. Bugsy Siegel's girlfriend at the time was an actress, and she had really long legs. They referred to her as the Flamingo. Huh. He named his hotel after her. After her legs. I didn't know that. <laughs> Wonder how his wife felt about that. I don't know if Bugsy was married or not. Probably, but <laughs> Probably. who knows. The other museum that we hit while we were in Vegas uh, is actually up on the Strip. It's right behind Fashion Show Mall, and it's called the Erotic Heritage Museum. We had to stop. Of course. <laughs> we do a show about sex. We got to go to the Erotic Heritage Museum, right? Um, that one is a little different. It was all, well, I guess it was on two levels. It's a walkthrough museum, uh, just like the Mob Museum was, but uh, a little more sparse. They didn't have quite as many displays. But the displays they did have were were very interesting. Some of them were interesting. Some looked like they were out of a cheesy um, haunted house Yeah, I was going to say a lot of the stuff reminded me of a haunted house. They, they use a lot of mannequins and stuff for their displays. And You it, were disappointed with one of the mannequins? I wasn't disappointed. I just didn't you, get my opportunity. The first display, okay, you walk in the door, and the first display you see is a girl in a tub, but the girl is one of those real dolls. One of the, like, five, you know, they're like five grand, a $5,000 real doll in there, and she's got some, I don't know, sexy outfit on. I don't even remember what the display was about now. She was naked. <laughs> yeah, I guess she was naked. So, but there's signs all over that say, please do not touch. She has not given you consent. Yes. <laughs> but I, I was so enamored with it. I wanted to touch the real doll to see what what's a $5,000 sex doll feel like. Right. He wanted to grab a tit. <laughs> and because as, as you're walking out, you have to walk right by that display again. I was all ready to do it. And then one of the museum guys was following us. So <laughs> I, I didn't do it. <laughs> and it wasn't because we were making a spectacle of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. Although there is porn playing all over that place. Yeah, there's a lot of porn playing. Um, They did have... Even gay porn. Gay porn, regular porn, transsexual porn. They (laughs) had a big section on on transgender, transsexual. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, my gosh. They had terms that I had never even heard of. Yeah. but it was it was interesting. They had a lot of ancient artifacts. They They did. They they, had, like, 2,000-year-old dildos. Kind of cool. Carved out of stone. Yeah, they had some um, fertility charms. Oh, a lot of fertility stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of phalluses. A lot, yeah. Penises everywhere. 
Yeah, and it said, there was one, I'm like, oh my gosh, that looked like it would hurt. But then as I was reading further, it said this was not intended to be used for... Internally, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> masturbation. masturbation. Exactly. So it's kind of, a, it's neat, and I don't think it was too expensive to get in, was it? It wasn't. No, I think when we grouponed it, no, when we grouponed it, we got two for 40. Oh, that's what it was, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so definitely when you're out there, check out Groupon. Yeah, Groupon has a lot of good deals on it. Um, the museum overall, like I said, probably worth the money. Um, it was a little bit of a letdown, though, just because I, I was expecting more. Um, it's erotic heritage. There's a lot of it to talk about, as we found out on this show. So, um, But uh, I'd recommend it. Go see it. Yeah. Um, you know, there there were some areas that I felt were a little bit wasted. Um, it, there was a whole big room just on birth control. Yeah, which I found and contraceptives, yeah. and I found that a little bit odd. I, I guess I mean it's part of sex. It is, but I, it, being erotic, I didn't find that erotic. No, no, not at all. Not for a whole room wise. They did have the. This was cool. Um, in the lobby, you don't even have to pay to go in the museum to see this. It's in the lobby. One of Larry Flint's. Gold-plated wheelchairs. That was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, like Larry Flint, the founder of Hustler, porn icon. Here's his gold-plated. Of course, he was shot and paralyzed in, oh, geez, 81 or something like that. Yeah. Um, so he's been in a wheelchair ever since. But, yeah, there was one of his wheelchairs right there in the lobby. It was kind of cool. <laughs> you got you to, there's two robots when you walk in the front door. They're, uh, <laughs> uh, I guess, not robots. They're automated or animated Kind of like a Halloween prop yeah they look like guys and they're dressed in trench coats and as you walk in the door they flash you <laughs> it's kind of funny with the giant penis kind of funny i thought that was cute so yeah we recommend that we recommend the mob museum they were they were both a lot of fun um those were our historical museum tours that we were on <laughs> while we were out there we are going to step aside take a break the other part of las vegas that we haven't gotten into yet are the shows we're going to talk about some of the shows when we come back stick around you're listening to midwest menage a trois midwest menage a trois is always looking for new partnerships if you have a product or service that you think our listeners would enjoy email us at midwest threesome at gmail.com that's midwest the number three sum at gmail.com we would love to hear from you and possibly help each other out. Email us today. Welcome back. You're listening to Midwest Menage a Trois with JD and Carmen. Uh, we do not have our intern tonight, so it's just the two of us. And we are talking about fabulous Las Vegas. If you've never been, I highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of people, though. If you don't like crowds, don't go to Vegas. No. They are. It's, it's to walk anywhere. You're walking in a herd. Yeah, I when we were downtown on Fremont Street, um, they have huge crosswalks. Right. And there's just mobs of people waiting at both sides to cross. And I the lights and the sounds and everything, I was telling people in our group, it reminded me of the movies that you see in China or Japan mm, where, yes. you know, the... the Lights are flashing and the sounds and everything going on. And all of a sudden, just this whole mob crosses the street. It very much reminded me of those kind of movies. I had to laugh on one of the first nights we were up there. And yes, our family was with us for the first couple of nights. Uh, we were walking and we were right in the front of one of those mobs right when the light changed. And I was standing next to our son. <laughs> so you've got this mob walking across the 
the road, you know, there's hundreds of people. And then there's another hundred people coming straight at you. I just looked at him and said, do you feel like you're in a battle scene from Braveheart? (laughs) You just got these two sides that are about ready to clash. It was crazy. But yeah, if you don't like crowds, Vegas is is not a good place for you. And there are there are literally people from all across the world. Um, You're going to hear every different dialect and accent and. Um, a couple people that we were sitting across from, they were from Australia. Um, mm-hmm. So you're going to hear everything. And when you're on the buses, because that is probably one of the best modes of transportation when you're there, depending on how long you're going to be there. Like most, some of our family just took Ubers everywhere. Um, but we did get the bus passes and you're going to see everything on there. Yeah, it goes it goes downtown, it goes up the strip stops at almost all the major hotels so it's a it's a cheap easy way to transport around vegas yeah you do get every type of of people so just the people watching out there is very interesting i met a very lovely man from canada yeah he was very nice (laughs) traveling by himself because his wife doesn't like to travel yep and where did i meet him at the flamingo in line for the burlesque show. <laughs> of course, he's traveling without his wife. Let's go see some titties. <laughs> yeah, you traveling with your wife said, let's go see some titties. Yeah. And my wife said, okay. <laughs> so. We were looking for more of an old school burlesque type show. Um, something that was more, more from the 40s um, when they were hot. Right. Um. And there was one that was playing, but you couldn't buy advanced tickets. So we didn't want to miss out on the opportunity. And it, was not, it wasn't at a resort or anything. It was at a bar way off the strip somewhere. Right. It was just so, lo- locals were doing it, basically. Right, which would have been the kind of show that we really wanted to see. Um, but, you know, you get there and you could run the risk of not being able to see the show. So we didn't end up going to that one. We actually went and saw X Burlesque. I did a little research on this because I know you were very... I disappointed, I guess is the term in the show. Um, the show itself, we're not saying anything bad about the show. The show oh, was, was very fantastic. Good. It was very good. But it wasn't a burlesque show. Uh, the reason I say that is, okay, for anybody that knows burlesque, um, this is going to be kind of repetitive for you, but I wanted to I looked this up just to get an actual a burlesque. So traditionally, what you'll find is burlesque, and I'll, I'll read this right off the definition here, is a literary, dramatic, or musical work intended to cause laughter by caricaturing the manner or spirit of serious works or by ludicrous treatment of their subjects. The word derives from the Italian burlesco, which in turn is derived from the Italian burla, a joke, ridicule, or mockery. So... If you've ever seen the movie Burlesque, Christina Aguilera, fucking hot, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> there and share. Um, they have you know comedians and and contortionists and all kinds of stuff in between the dancers, and it's a, more of a variety show, I guess I would say. Right, and they they don't necessarily go full nude. Um, they there's more of the illusion. There's to always me. a striptease. Involved in burlesque. Absolutely. But it's, you know, sometimes it's more the illusion that they've become naked. You see, like, the fan dance. That would be burlesque, where they dance right. with the giant fans. Right. Kind of teasing at it. Yeah. And and what we saw was 
to me was more of a strip show. Right. It was. Uh, it's it's like the number one rated burlesque show in Vegas. It's right on the strip. It's very at the flamingo modern, I guess, touristy. Um, they actually there is a term for it called neo burlesque, which is modern burlesque. Um, but yeah, they they dance. I mean, it was a great show. They danced a lot. They did uh, oh geez, two hours probably of different dancing and jiggling <laughs> yeah yeah and you know they did hit the stripper pole that kind of thing yeah, there was a pole there was and so i i enjoyed the show i did like the show but i was disappointed in the fact that it wasn't what i wanted to go see i think what those shows really are um is is a strip show for mainstream yeah. If you want to feel good about going to a strip show. And there were people they there. They call it burlesque. <laughs> yeah. They were, I mean, there were people there that were with their, they were parents with their older children. Of course, you have to be 21 to get in. Um, but I don't know as if I could sit there with my mom and dad. Yeah, there were there were some older kids with their parents. It's like, oh, that's a little weird. <laughs> right. But yeah. hey, I'm not judging. I'm not either. Go but, for it. Yeah, so um, it was a good show. I mean, the dancers, oh my gosh, they they Phenomenal. have talent. Phenomenal. They have a lot of talent. Um, but it was, like I said, different than what I was looking for and the type of show that I really wanted to see. Um, the one thing I did enjoy, and that's just because it's me from that show, was of the girls, what were there, four or five of them? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. There was only one set of fake tits. Yeah. All the rest were real, <laughs> which was good. But that brings up another point. Uh, the other thing about real traditional burlesque. They're curvy. You'll see all types of bodies. Yes. They they embrace all body shapes and sizes. And yes, you can you can strip if you're a little curvier. Um, you did not see that at this show. They, no. They were all real thin and... Well, and like I said, because it's such a high-energy show, you couldn't have a curvy girl do that show five nights a week. No, she'd automatically become a rail. Yeah, oh. it's it's, in it's intense. It's very high-energy, very fast-paced. Um, they did take an intermission with a comedian, and she I wish I could remember her name. She oh was my gosh, fucking she was hilarious. She was so funny. <laughs> she was good. Uh, and she did about a, I don't know, 15-, 20-minute act in the intermission. And then they did the second half of the show. But uh, a lot of props. You know, you'll see uh, we saw the girl dancing in the sh giant champagne glass. Mm -hmm. um, there was a bathtub at one point where two girls were doing kind of an erotic. I wouldn't I guess it's a dance, but <laughs> it was more of a, like a scene. Right. You cool. found it. You found it very erotic. But they. OK, so by this time, it's probably 11 at night, one o'clock in the morning, our time. Right. And they kept shutting the lights completely black, and it would be black for a minute. And I'm going, okay, don't fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> don't fall asleep. Don't fall asleep. That would be bad. I guess uh, the other thing, too, about the burlesque show versus the strip club. Uh, very similar in the shows. However, the audience, wildly different. Uh, at a strip club, you're going to find probably 80% men, 20% women, if that. And this was very mixed. It was. It was 50-50 right down the road. A lot of women there, a lot of couples, a lot of couples. Yeah. Um, so it's it was kind of cool. And the cabaret that it was in, uh, in the Flamingo, we didn't know what to expect. 
because we just got general admission seating, it was a small, intimate little room. 200 people is yeah. what they said the max that it could hold. And, it, you know, everybody, we had a little table. It was very, very intimate setting. So you, not a bad seat in the house. No. It was kind of cool. And if you're looking for a show like that, you can find any theme you can imagine. Now, we, shot, we saw Experlesque, which is supposedly the top-rated one. It's at the Flamingo, the longest-running show right. um, out there. Um, burlesque show, I should say, because Wayne Newton's <laughs> been there 150 years. So, um, <laughs> But you can also find um, country burlesque, yep. where all they dance is country music. Um, rock and roll, where it's all rock and roll. You can even go see zombie burlesque. <laughs> I, I wanted to do that one. <laughs> they were sold out. They were sold I know. out. It must they be very popular. <laughs> yeah, so I really wanted to see that one. Um, if you wanted to go, if you are big Walking Dead fans like we are, um, we didn't get the opportunity to do this, but they have um, the whole Walking Dead experience. Right, downtown. Yeah, so um, we wanted to... shoot zombies. Yeah, we wanted to <laughs> check that out, but unfortunately we ran out of time. Yes, yes, we did. <laughs> Half our time, it seemed like um, was getting lost. <laughs> so if you're if you're not on the um, the what's the word I'm looking for? It's not falsehood or the if if you don't care about your setting or your audience and you want to get a little more raunchier, there are strip clubs on every corner in Las Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> we drove by tens of them. I mean, just. Every time you look out the bus window, hey, there's a strip club. Right. <laughs> so, and they all do cater to uh, the tourists, of course. I'm assuming you can probably get off the strip a little ways and find some that aren't so touristy friendly and a little more seedy, maybe. But uh, right. I think the ones on the strip are, are fairly tame. Right. <laughs> as far as the crowd goes. Yeah. And right next door to most of them is a wedding chapel. So, if you find a hooker, a, a stripper that you really like, you can take her next door and marry her. The last time we were out in Vegas, 15 years ago or whatever that was, um, I did go to a strip club out there. Um, it was it was nice. I mean, it was very, it was probably classier than I wanted for my strip club. <laughs> you know, he likes them to be dirty. There's guys walking around in business suits and, you know, a lap dance is 100, 150 bucks and, it, and just very high end stuff. And your drinks there, again, were 10 bucks. So yeah. it's not like you're... You definitely have to plan for your spending money. Definitely. Um, we actually came in under budget, surprisingly. Yeah, we did. We came back. Um, we allotted, you know, a few thousand dollars. And we came back with actually over a thousand that yeah. we didn't spend. So we Thanks did, to me. We did pretty good. I won 250 bucks at the roulette table. Yeah, well. My wife didn't. I didn't. <laughs> How'd you do gambling? Yeah, shut up. <laughs> we really didn't gamble that much. We didn't. A few, a few hours maybe, but it wasn't much. But it was fun. Yeah. It, Had a good time. Usually if we if we were kind of sitting there going, eh, I could do a beer. Let's go gamble. Let's go <laughs> get, gamble. Get a free one. <laughs> right. Not really free because we just lost honor bucks, but. <laughs> the weird one was at the uh, Flamingo when we were sitting there kind of waiting for the show. We Went up to the bar, and, and the bars in Las Vegas have gaming tables right in the bar. Mm-hmm. So we started playing some video poker and got some beers. And then he brought a, a cocktail glass to each of us with the receipt in the glass and set it down in front of us. I'm like, oh, well, maybe they charge here for beers because he just gave us a, a ticket. But uh, looking at it closer, it said comp ticket. 
And then I, I tried to pay the guy for the drinks. And he, oh, no, 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 you're gaming, so they're free. I was like, that's well, then why'd you give me a receipt? That's kind of, unless business? I, why would cocktails be needed <laughs> a business receipt? I don't oh, right. know. Right. It, it was a little weird. But maybe that's an old school thing, too, because the be. Flamingo is very old school. And those bartenders at, at the Flamingo, they look like they should be bartenders at oh, the Flamingo. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah, they were very good, though. Right out of the 1940s. <laughs> right. Yeah, we did have a very good time. Um, and the last couple days, it was nice just to be able to go and do what we wanted to do. Um, and again, you're going to be walking a lot. And it, it was yeah. a little, JD struggled with it a little bit because I have short little legs. <laughs> and he has a very long stride and I'm like, would you quit running? <laughs> I just want to get there. <laughs> and I'm like, my little legs can't keep up. So I'm taking two to his one. And then he's like, well, why do your feet hurt so bad? Because I'm running. <laughs> yeah. And make sure you take comfortable shoes. That is key number one for Las Vegas. Yeah. And I honestly thought I did have comfortable shoes that were very well broken and it was a lie i always take tennis shoes it's just i know i'm going to be walking miles so take tennis shoes even if it's cold and you got to wear pants with them and look like a dork don't care you're going to walk a lot you are vegas yeah um otherwise you'll just be me and end up on sunday going and buying a pair of 70 dollars shoes just because your feet don't fit in any shoes that you brought Sex-wise, for us in Vegas, we had a good time. We did. Well, you got to out there. It's so sexually charged, you just got to... You got to knock one out. You got to go for it. So, um, But we actually planned a little different approach to our, our sex this trip. We, uh, we knew we were going to be busy out in Vegas, and we knew we were going to be doing a lot. So what we did was when we got back to Chicago, because that's where we flew in and out of, we booked a hotel room at Sybaris. And now, if you don't know what Sybaris is, it's pool suites every suite has a full-size swimming pool in it Mm -hmm. not every suite you have to make sure you get the pool suite so we're going to talk about that when we come back you are listening to our las vegas show it's midwest menage a trois stick around midwest menage a trois welcome back to midwest menage a trois i'm jd here with my lovely wife carmen and we are talking all things las vegas um, as I mentioned just before the break, we wrapped up our Vegas trip. We were out there, what, five days? We were. Five days, and then we flew back to Chicago and got ourselves a hotel room. Uh, we'll just say we wanted to unwind and catch back up with our current time zone because you do get a little jet lag coming back. And we had the damn time change while we were out <laughs> yeah, there, too. That like That didn't help anything. Um, so we did book a night at, uh, at a pool suite in Chicago. And that was fun. That was lots of fun. <laughs> we tried out something new. This uh, We've stayed at this hotel chain before, but never at this particular hotel. And this one had something a little different. In the closet, they had a sex swing. Not a sex swing that we um, that we visualized? No. It, it was, was different. Weird. It was like a canvas or a big steel ring and then a canvas seat. With a hole. Hung down it with, yeah, with a hole, probably, I don't know, a foot in diameter. And uh, and then, of course, ropes and stuff that connected it to a big hook on the ceiling. So, Carmen got in the sex swing because we wanted to try it out. It was probably not very attractive seeing me try to get in the thing. (laughs) (laughs) You have to be able to laugh at yourself. But she did get in it. Um, And then we realized that the, the way the thing sits... There's no way to make love in it. 
No, especially it's, it's because too it's... far off the bed for the guy to be laying on the bed and you know bouncing up and down on him. But it's it's also too far off the bed to be on my knees for entry. But it's not far enough up that you could stand up and enter. <laughs> It was just in a really awkward and the, position. And the, the hook for it was right over top of the center of the bed. Right. So you couldn't even position it so he was standing on the floor. Yeah, it was just weird. It, it was in a very weird position. But it was still fun. Yeah. We uh, had some we toys used, with we it. We used some toys while you were up there. And <laughs> you had one. I did. So <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it was fun. So, yeah, that was interesting to try out. Um there is a, a full-size swimming pool, so we played a little in the pool. Had a hot tub in there, too. We, we played in the hot tub a little. And that one was a little bit different with the hot tub. In everyone that we've stayed in previously, the hot tub has actually been a separate hot tub up away from the pool, where this one was a built-in hot tub connected to the pool. Yeah, it was like one of those infinity pools, so the hot tub water would flow over into the actual pool. Um just almost a perfect size for two people. It was awesome. It was it was really good. We we actually sat in the hot tub quite a bit, um, but it was nice that you could get in the hot tub, get a little bit hot, and then go right into the coolness of the pool. And all of the pools are capped at ninety five degrees, so it's not like you're going to be getting into a very cold cold pool and the rooms are kept very warm so you can walk around naked and not freeze <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's that's rule number one if you go to Sybaris is the clothes come off at the door <laughs> you mm-hmm. are naked the whole time you're in there it's wonderful I love it yep we just take in you know we grab some beer some wine and we just sit by the pool and very plush carpeting very nice beds very clean is the other thing very clean they do a wonderful job there yes keeping it clean um, obviously stuff goes on in those rooms <laughs> right one thing that that i do like that i honestly wouldn't mind installing here at home is they have a bidet they do ours was like you said it was broken though. no i did get it to work i oh, just did didn't you? turn the handle okay. right oh. <laughs> <laughs> they had a knob that just kind of made it flush like a toilet rather than gotcha. so you have to turn it the other way so it shoots up oh okay so yeah, yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah. We got some special package, so we had champagne and chocolate-covered strawberries with it, and that was kind of nice. the chocolate-covered strawberries ended up being our breakfast. And <laughs> the champagne wasn't real champagne. It was a sparkling wine, but it was still good. It was very good. It wasn't too dry. It was nice. Um, we're definitely not wine snobs, so no. <laughs> if it's got booze, we'll drink it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's the other thing uh, about this whole trip. I don't know how much I spent in booze, but I drank a lot of booze at Vegas. You know, and I really did not. Um, I don't think I really got tipsy any night. The only night that I did get tipsy was actually at Sybaris. At the, yeah, in Chicago. In Chicago. Um, I think maybe I had... I don't know, a drink or two a day. Well, it's so darn expensive out there. That's why. Unless right. you're gambling. Yeah. And I think the one morning we went downstairs and it was probably 10, 1030 and we had a beer. Yeah. Why not? To us, it's noon. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's you, noon at home. You got nowhere to go. You're in the city where they're driving you everywhere. Who cares? Exactly. Drink so up. have fun. Drink up. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, we do recommend if you are ever in the Midwest, do check out Sybaris. We do like them a lot. Yeah, I think there's Chicago, Milwaukee, Indianapolis. Yeah, you, you can Google it. They've got like four or five locations in the Chicago area. Yeah. So it's a cool place. We love it. We go there often. We do. We try to go 
a couple times a year. One thing we didn't talk about out in Las Vegas, though, I forgot about this, the food. Oh, my God. There's everything you could possibly ever imagine out there. They have an entire restaurant of ramen. Yeah, there's a ramen noodle restaurant out there. We didn't go in, but it looked interesting. Yeah, <laughs> whole entire restaurant. But everything that you could possibly imagine that you could you could want to eat. Um, I have to say I didn't really have a meal that I'm like, Wow. Yeah, we weren't blown away this time, but we kept it uh, kind of on the down low, on the on the cheap end. We did. Which you can do pretty easily in Vegas. I, a lot of people say, no, you can't get a cheap meal anymore. I, you still can. You just got to look a little. Yeah, we weren't, we're, we weren't all about the food. We were kind of more, we wanted to spend our money more on experiences than on food. Right. So we did go a little bit cheaper. I was pretty excited. I'd never been to an In-N-Out burger. Yep, that was the one place we wanted to seek out. We always heard about this, this West Coast phenomenon known as In-N-Out Burger. Everybody always talks about it, and there was one in Vegas. So we, we and It's not easy to get to, folks. It's kind of hidden. It is, but Deep it was in the really link, good. Link, between the link and the Flamingo Casino, back down an alley, basically. It, and it's not like a seedy alley. It's a party no. alley. Yeah, it's a party alley, but it's way <laughs> off the off the strip. It's you got to walk quite a ways to get to it. Yeah, but I was glad we did go. Um, I can say I've been to an In-N-Out Burger, and it was good. And then we did some more in and out. Ah, <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> yeah, no, it was cool. I'm glad we got to experience that. So, yeah, but um, we had a, a group in our party that went to Emerald's restaurant out there. Mm-hmm. Bam! But it was, I don't know, I think they spent like 250 bucks for two people. Yeah, <laughs> so crazy. You, you can do it pretty quick out there. All right, well, um, oh, I, before we get out of here, we do have a, uh, a viewer question that was emailed Ooh. into us. And by the way, if you guys want to contact us, we would love to hear from you. It's MidwestThreesome at gmail.com. That's Midwest, the number three, sum, S-O-M-E, at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Facebook, Midwest Menage a Trois is our page on there. Check it out. Um, but this one comes to us from Lisa. And Lisa writes in, hey, where's Corinne been? We haven't heard her in a while. Good question. Our intern, Corinne, who is uh, normally with us here, is, um, well, like we talk about on this show all the time. Family first. Life life takes precedence sometimes. So uh, she's been a little busy, and we hope to have her back, but uh, we don't know for sure yet. If not, we'll find another intern and continue on. But, um, yeah, so she's just been overly busy with things, and we're still in contact, still, still friends. She's still your best friend. Oh, yeah. We talk to her daily, so... Um, we'll keep you posted on that as well. Hey, we want to thank you for tuning in. Again, contact us, Midwest Threesome at gmail.com or Midwest Menage on Facebook. That is going to wrap up our Las Vegas special. We will be back next Saturday with an all-new show. Hey, this Saturday, get out and enjoy St. Patrick's Day. Drink some green beer. Kiss some Irishman. Maybe on the ass. <laughs> Where'd that come from? Have you ever kissed somebody on the ass on St. Patrick's Day? I've kissed you on the ass on St. Patrick's uh, Day. Oh, well, I'm not Irish, so... <laughs> Get out and have some fun tonight, folks. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Midwest Menage a Trois. Bye-bye.